What's up, Military Millionaires? I'm your host, David Perret. Today we have an exciting episode about military finance, entrepreneurship, vetrepreneurship, and just real estate investing and general awesome stuff with Mike Glaspie. So Mike and I met this last weekend in Miami at the 10X Growth Conference. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining the community. The podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment. Show notes are found at frommilitarymillionaire.com slash podcast. Now relax and enjoy the show. You're listening to the Military Millionaire Podcast, a show about real estate investing for the working class. Stay tuned as we explore ways to help you improve your finances, build wealth through real estate, and become a person that is worth knowing. Hey guys, what's up? It's Dave with From Military to Millionaire. I'm here with Mike. Mike and I were talking. We're uh, both here at the 10X Growth Conference crashing an Airbnb with like eight other investors, which has been awesome. And uh, we got talking about real estate and realized, you know, I had my stuff, let's do a podcast. So here we are. Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's going on everybody? Uh, I'm Mike Glaspie. I have actually uh, been in the military for coming up on 11 years now. Um, and I've actually been simultaneously investing in real estate for the past three and a half years or so. Uh, I'm also licensed a North Carolina real estate broker. And now my passion is kind of helping uh, uh, veterans learn how to leverage the benefits that they have to invest. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm from Texas originally. Uh, when I grew up, I've always had kind of the mindset of entrepreneurship in a sense. Um, starting my own business from like selling Pokemon cards and all that good stuff back <laughs> in the day. I still have my stash. Do you? I, I've been looking like, like no joke, I have a stash and I have like an Excel document tracking what's worth what and eventually I will start selling. but. You know, I also have a kid, and half of them are not in the con the quality they need to be right. anymore. So. <laughs> right, they've been they've been kid destroyed is you know the nice word I guess. They were really it was really interesting back then because you know how everybody wanted the holographics or the or the rare ones. You can you go buy a booster pack for whatever it was five dollars, and then just divide that up, sell the energy cards for twenty five cents, and then the holographics for five dollars, whatever the case was. But the Charizard uh, got stolen. All oh. right, so anyway, we're not going to yeah. out on Pokemon. Um, <laughs> I, none of that was ever stated. I'm not going to edit it out, but, you know, just omit that. I'm just totally never a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that just kind of carried over um, uh, naturally uh, with the military. I went and pursued a certain path there. And um, I've always had that kind of burning desire to continue that entrepreneurship, you know, uh, path. Um, so from there, I, I actually was introduced into a, um, a network marketing um, situation where uh, – they actually helped mold my mindset a little bit further. So I felt I've always had that drive and passion, but I never really had the, the path laid out for me. And yeah. so with them, they introduced me to a few different books and, and things of that nature. We started that journey of kind of research and what other options do I have? And that's when I came across real estate. Right, so what have you done with real estate? Like how's that kind of worked out? What do you have, how have you invested, you know, any I guess strategies you use. So my favorite strategy, and again, why I mentioned I'm passionate about helping veterans learn how to do this is because my favorite strategy is utilizing the VA loan mm. over and over and over again. Um, anybody who's who's into real estate investing has heard of bigger pockets. Absolutely. And they understand the concept of house hacking. They understand the concept of uh, live-in flips and all the gambit, multifamily investing. Now imagine being able to do that with zero money out of your pocket. Yeah. It's the VA loan. And um, many veterans, unfortunately, don't have the 
the exposure to somebody who can tell them what these benefits are. They know that they have them. They know they have the VA loan, the TSP, et cetera, but they're not taught or exposed to strategically implement those, those benefits. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing, and while we're on that, I've got some videos that will be coming out here in probably two months. Um, we're going to get them professionally done. But people don't realize it only happened like it came into beta like three years ago. And I think this year was the first year it became official. But like there's a renovation loan through the VA. Yes. Not yes, even there oh, there's a lot of lenders that don't even know that yet because it's so new. But I met with someone the other day that does it. And holy smokes. We'll talk more on that later. But it is amazing. Yes. The stuff you can do for zero down. Yes. Yes. It, it's it's insane. It's insane. So I love it. So that's my strategy. Um, right now, I currently have, I actually just closed on a triplex with the VA loan. And um, uh, so that brings me up now to 11 units. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Right on. That's killer. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, so I know we were talking earlier some other investment stuff. What other kind of like military related investment strategies do you like? I mean, obviously, there's the VA loan and there's house hack. And, you know, that's, that's awesome. I mean, it's super powerful. But mm -hmm. we were talking earlier, I'll let you roll into it. So I don't Giveaway yeah. stuff, but. No, no worries. So one of the big ones um, I've leveraged was the TSP. Yeah. So uh, for those who aren't familiar with the TSP, it's essentially a military or a government version of a 401k. Um, the beautiful thing about it is with the TSP, they actually just changed the system to where they do a four and a half percent matching. So at four and a half percent, you get a hundred percent of your money back or a hundred percent return on your initial investment. Well, the beautiful part is once you've established a TSP, you can actually take out a loan against your TSP. The loan is at the APR, the percentage rate of the government bonds here in the US. So if you follow uh, stocks and bonds or the stock market, you'll understand that the government bonds are roughly about 3.5% right now. I, I will pay you if you can tell me a credit card or or anything else that you know has a three yeah, percent APR, exactly. right? I will pay you if you can come and find me one. But it gets better. It does. It gets better. It does. After you take this loan out, and it's just a general purpose loan, you can go and use that to invest where whether it's um, uh, private money lending or put it into a property or whatever the case may be. But after you pay that loan back off, it it has to sit stagnant only for sixty days before you can do it again. 60 days and and the the real cool part there which which he alluded to but you're paying yourself back yes so the interest that you're paying is the, it, you're giving yourself interest so like you don't even have to change the percentage on your tsp if you don't want to you can nope. take the money out leave it at like right now i'm at like 22 percent. so i'm putting like seven eight hundred bucks a month in there so if i take yep. a ten thousand dollar loan it pays off like 800 bucks a month until it's done well that's you know what a year and i, I don't know 15 months down the road but I paid myself three and a half percent interest for the whole time. Yeah, I didn't have, I wasn't adding money to the account. So that's the downside. Yep, yep. But it's super cool if you're gonna use it to buy an appreciating asset, like. That's the way, and, and a lot of people are concerned. They say, okay, so I wasn't putting money into the TSP. I wasn't getting the gain from the market. But let's be honest, guys, the, the stock market is fine for those who wanna invest in it, that's okay. But the average rate of return that you're gonna get, if you're even investing in the C fund, which is the equivalent to the S&P 500, yeah. What are you getting, 10, 12% max? Yeah, on average, I think the C is like 10, 11. It's like a 10 or 11, right? Max, you might be getting somewhere around 10 to 12%. And maybe you can get a little bit more. But why don't you take that money and invest it into an appreciating asset where you're getting 25% return? And you, if you don't know how you're gonna get 25 to 30% return, that's the power of the VA loan, all right? That's the power of buying a, a property that's undervalued that you can house hack with zero of your money into it. 
that's how you get those super high returns. So why not why not leverage the TSP for the same thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the, and the cool thing you know the TSP is we're finally getting better at teaching people how to how to use it. So he hit on the C fund. Uh, if you've ever looked at my little ebook, like I'm the moron who invested you know 10% of his paycheck into the thrift savings plan and and did all that stuff right. And then never knew that there were different funds that I so left it all in the G. In the G yes, I did the same thing. It used to, I, it's not, they've changed it. It's going to automatically go into life cycle funds now, which is so much okay. better. You can okay. leave it alone in there. But to put this in perspective, in 2008, 9, 10, 11, I'm earning 1, 2, or maybe 3% interest on the money that I have in there. While the C fund, which is mm -hmm. where I'm, I'm like 80% C, 20% S right mm -hmm. now. Um, the C fund earned anywhere from 20 to 35% returns in the same. I would yep. have at least double, probably have tripled my money, um, which is so disheartening because it was it just is. like all I had to do was go boop, boop, and I was 20. Like, I'm a risky guy. So had I known that at that age, you best Absolutely. believe I would have said, which one's the higher risk? That one? We're going with it, right? Like, And you know, that's one of the biggest issues that we have right now just in the military in general is we get exposed to these products but we don't ever get properly educated because those who are educating us on the products, they don't know themselves. Yeah. Think about when, I'm pretty sure when you signed up, it was probably in basic training, right? Of course, yeah, the drill instructors, they were, ah, you yeah. need to do this. You, like, you better do the TSP. Well, why? Because you, you need a retirement fund. Well, why? Because it's a good deal. Why? <laughs> Explain to me, why is this a good deal? And so uh, that, that's really where I'm at now is trying to bring veterans back in and just educate them from, from the ground up. Like, all right, guys, these are the benefits that you have. This is why this is important. And now when you separate from the military, what else can you do with those same benefits, right? And, and that's, that's, I think that's the gap right now that we have with the military transitioning, so. Yeah, because you can roll it, but, yeah. the T, but you're not gonna find a IRA that's better than the TSP. You're so not. it's like, you really need to know, if you're gonna roll it, you really need to know that you're gonna use that money forever. Yep. And that you're not gonna wanna put it back into a retirement fund. Yep. And you can leave, so you can leave part, it's so complicated. It you is. can leave parts of it in the TSP, but anyway. Yeah, a good um, self-directed IRA. I mean, there's yeah. there's so many different things you can do. Yeah, it, it does get complicated, but it's, all, it's very important that, especially on the transition aspect, we have to always, the way I believe is you always have to have an end goal in mind. If you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there, right? <laughs> so you have to know like, okay, by the time I separate, I want passive income of, 5,000 a month, 7,000 a month, 10,000 a month, whatever it is. Now, how can I leverage every single benefit I have along this process until I get to that point? And if I'm not at that point when I do separate, how can I now leverage the benefits that I have when I separate to, to get to that point? Uh, so it, it is a lot and it can get complicated, but the way I feel about it is um, it's simple, yet it's, it's complicated. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's simple. It's a very simple process. Yeah, there's some, there's some decent books on some of that stuff, yeah. but it is definitely not a easy concept. So, not, yeah. All right. So, what is, what's in the future? So, you're you're looking at being a real estate agent, or you are a real estate mm -hmm. agent. What does the future look like for you in terms of uh, real estate investing? Yeah. So, um, right now, I'm I am an agent. Uh, I'm also an investor. We help a lot of out-of-state investors uh, focus on the Fayetteville market, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. Um, I'm part of a great team. Shelby Osborne is actually the team lead at Five Pillars Realty. Shout out to her. She was. Um, uh, she's actually right, right behind the camera. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> staring at us through the glass right now, and she was one of my first, probably, I don't know, she's probably in my first 10 
Oh, she's been on the podcast. Yeah. Go search for it. Go search for that one. It was a great podcast. Um, however, we, we've came together. The, the team is comprised primarily of uh, veterans, um, and we're all investors as well. Moving on from there, we want to help as many veterans learn, as many veterans learn as much as possible. Hold on, we're posing. She better hurry up. Did she get it? Okay. <laughs> huh? Oh, she was taking a video. Oh, so here okay. I am trying to, for those of you who are watching this on YouTube <laughs> while we're looking like jerks, we thought that she was taking a picture of us. I guess it was a video, so we were having a podcast conversation while doing <laughs> retarded stuff to... Just, just, just for the camera. Yeah. But um, yeah, so moving, moving from there, um, the goal is uh, to move into commercial real estate and now, and now provide that niche again for veterans. Um, so moving into the multifamily, to the triple net leases for those who, who knows what, uh, what those are, um, uh, land leasing, just the gambit. We want to move into commercial or that's going to be my niche and again educate veterans of how they can get involved in commercial real estate as well yeah gotta get that ccim yep yep ccim is next mm. also ccim and more accreditations can be covered by the gi bill so if you do not have the intent of passing down your gi bill or going to an institution such as a college again learning how to leverage those benefits that the military gives you and you can go out and get an accreditation or a certification what does CCIM stand for again? Do you oh man, I know it's it's. So CCIM is basically like you're saying you're an expert in commercial real yeah, estate. Yeah, I believe sales. it's Certified Commercial Investment Manager there or Management. Go. That sounds good. We'll go with. But that. But we're gonna go with that. Don't um, don't. Just, I'm not a CCIM. Yet, and then so just okay. for like a super quick thirty seconds, yep. explain the triple net because there are yes. people in here who don't know it, and it's a really cool lease if you get to use it. Absolutely. So a triple net lease, and I'm just gonna go broad strokes here. You go out and you buy the property. Again, it's a commercial property, so imagine a strip mall. At the end units, you typically have your Walgreens, your CVS, something along those lines. Well, what the triple net is, the tenant, which is your Walgreens or your CVS, they go in, not only do they pay rent, but they pay your insurance, your taxes, and they maintain all the repairs, okay? So what, what you essentially do is you buy a property, you have a property management or you do it, Provide that tenant and that tenant takes care of the entire property for you. And all you do is collect the cash flow. The reason it's so important is because you're using these highly qualified tenants, Walgreens, CVS, these corporations that are coming in and they're signing three, five year leases. It's one of the safest returns when it comes to commercial real estate. It's lower, but it's safer. So yeah, it's a great concept. Yeah, it's brilliant. Cause you're, I mean, you're literally saying, I mean, like the best way I could put it, right? Would be like, Hey, you want to buy my car, but instead of buying it, you just pay me and then you take care of it. Yep. And so you're making, you know, instead of making a thousand dollars a month cash flow, you might make $700 a month cash flow, but with literally no expenses. Mm -hmm. And no liability. I mean, you yeah. have a little liability, but I mean, they're, they're responsible for the oil change. They're responsible for cleaning the car. They're responsible yeah. for paying the taxes and the insurance. Yeah. So like he said, Walgreens triple nets often are uh, like, that's what like, well, that's not what McDonald's does, because if no. you pay attention to McDonald's, they own the land underneath, and that's their true value. But like Burger move. King and fast food joints, a lot of times, mm -hmm. they'll triple net. So someone built, bought the building, and now they are renting, but they they're basically own the place, except that they don't. So you're collecting cash flow yep. on it. Yep. So it's, it's not as high of a return, but it's safe. it also Powerful. is a high return, because you're renting to some place like that, rather than you know, some schmuck in a two-bed, one-bath apartment. Yes. So. Yes. Cool. So, uh, are there any <laughs> other different real estate, or not real estate, but uh, we talked on the TSP and VA loan, but any other investment strategies that you were thinking you wanted to touch on? So, uh, the only other thing is, uh, again, just leveraging everything. So, passive income is obviously what most of us are looking for when we invest in real estate. Yeah. Um, but what we don't realize is that there's many ways that we can collect passive income 
outside of real estate, outside of other investments. One good example would be the GI Bill. So obviously while you're active duty, the GI Bill simply pays for the course and a book stipend, et cetera. However, when you're separated, you actually get BAH along with, with the GI Bill. So I always try to tell people, a, a lot of people get out of the military and they say, oh, I'm never gonna use the GI Bill. Why not? Even if you don't plan on passing it on to your kids, why don't you use it? Because if you just enroll and simply use that BAH, right? Obviously don't enroll and fail, right? Yeah. Enroll into something that'll be productive, maybe a certification, maybe something like that. Um, but you can collect BAH. Now with that $800 or whatever the case is, because it's 800 if it's online and if it's full-time, then it's based on the geographic location. But if you take that $800, now that's passive income. Now you roll that up over the course of two years, three years, four years, that's, that's money that you can invest. So just using all of these, just understanding what you have, using them to the best uh, uh, possibility or the best use for that end goal. That's, that's really what it all boils down to. Yeah, so I'm gonna plug, uh my wife works in the education center right now. Perfect. Um, so go to your education center yes. and talk to them. So I'm looking at potentially transitioning out. So I'm looking at all my options and I don't want to go to school. I just got my associates. I don't really care to get my bachelor's. I don't feel like I got anything out of doing my associates except wasting time on yep. homework. Yep. Uh, and, and I got to take a couple of my homework assignments and then put a header on it, call it a blog post and put it on my website. So I guess that was a win, um, you know, whatever. But I'm looking at going to school because of that, right? right? Like I get paid like two, three, you know, I think it's like 2,400 a month to go to school mm -hmm. full time. Um, and my, my wife's job will cover all the bills. So then anything I do is just a bonus. But I was like, oh, there's a marketing degree at the school nearby. I could do that. That could be useful, but yeah. I don't want to do that. So I'm like, okay, well, I don't want to do any of this classes. What do I, you know, whatever. So I started looking around. Well, there's a school an hour and a half away that I can go to two days a week and I can get my commercial pilot's license to fly airplanes. There you go. I'm like, I've always wanted to fly airplanes. There you go. So I'm like, okay, I'll probably go drive an hour and a half, two hours, two days a week, listen to audiobooks and podcasts all the yep. way up and back. So it'll be my like audiobook day. And then I get my pilot's license. Yep. And now, you know, maybe I use it and, you know, someday own this massive private jet and have fun. Probably not. Um, but, you know, I have my license. So yeah. it's cool. And I got to fly and it was fun. And I still made yes. $2,000 a month to do that. And then what, I sell real estate, invest on the side. Like I don't need that money, so it's just bonus. It's if awesome. you get paid to go learn something you want to learn, where's the downside? Yeah. Yeah, especially if it's like, if you schedule your classes like two days a week, three days a week, like you do the math on that, what, two days a week, so that's eight, that's like $400 a day. Uh, I did my math wrong, $600 a day. <laughs> to, I'm a Marine math, you know, no, I just, it is what it is. So like 600 bucks a day to go learn how to fly an airplane. Yeah. Like that's not bad. No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not, you know, I'm not working. So whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Well, let me run into some of my questions again. I've got my oh, fancy piece of paper here because, you know, normally I have it on the computer screen and you don't know that I'm looking at it, but I'm in Florida. We're in Miami right now, living it up. So, uh, if an E1, E2 was to walk up to you mm. and ask you some advice, 19, 20 year old, mm. and you only had a few minutes to give it to him, what would you tell him? I'm gonna ask him two questions. One, uh, how do you wanna live, all right? And how fast do you wanna get there? I always ask anybody who's 18 or 19 that, uh, because a lot of people say, oh, I want a car, I want all this and that. What about that really is, is the experience that you wanna have? Because there's an Instagram lifestyle and there's a real lifestyle, right? So I ask them that and once they understand kind of where they're trying to go, 
I'm going to tell you that the one of the most uh, beneficial things you can do is just to start asking questions. You have to figure out all the benefits that you have in life. A lot of people waste time on college. A lot of people waste time on um, a job that they hate or whatever the case is. But if you don't start asking questions and realizing what possibilities are out there, then you're going to spin your wheels for years before you finally start to get traction and moving in the right direction. Um, just don't waste your time and take advice from people who have succeeded. I love my family, but I got a lot of terrible financial advice growing up, right? Uh, you're, typically your family has nothing but the best things in mind for you, but if they aren't where you're trying to go, go find somebody who has already accomplished that and, and start asking them questions. Yeah, that's huge. Find someone that's where you want to go. They'll help you. Yep. All right. Uh, what is one thing you wish the military taught you about investing at an earlier age? Yeah, well, yeah, that just kind of alludes back to uh, what I was saying earlier. Uh, just the actual benefits that we have in the military. If And unfortunately, it's, you know, no offense to the finance section out there, but uh, you'll typically have like an E3 or an E4 coming up to you and trying to tell you how, to, how the TSP works. And it's like, come on. Come on, man. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you doing, man? You, ju you just got here. Yeah. Like, you're not a millionaire. You're not retired. What, is, what does that mean to me? You know what I mean? So I wish they would have just uh, provided a little bit more of uh, creative application to, to our benefits. Yeah. So I'm a command financial specialist. And the problem I see is that, so I, I teach once a month. I have, I have like a, you know, like a investing seminar or, nice. a, or a lunch and learn or nice. whatever. And I don't get as many people as you'd think. Like the first time I had like 50, 60 people there, which was awesome. Second time I had like four. Um, and then, you know, last month it didn't happen. But uh, I see that a lot of times I don't get to talk to people until it's too late, right? Like they don't bring, people don't come to me to talk finance until, oh, my security clearance is getting revoked. Oh, I might yep. be getting divorced. Yep. I'm moving overseas and they say I don't have the right finances. I need to fix this in order for, in order for me to go. And um Man, it's it's rough. Like finances will wreck your life, but it will. people don't think about it until it's too late. So yeah, definitely be proactive with it. And for those who are who are followers of Dave, like this is this movement that you're creating here is is astronomical. The the impact that you're going to have on the military community, being able to educate them prior to coming in or early in their careers, people don't realize that you can join the military and become a millionaire all day, especially over the course of 20 years. Oh yeah, easy on military pay, easy. Yeah, but th this movement is going to be uh, it's going to be huge. It's gonna be yeah, huge. I'm I'm excited to see where it goes, and hopefully we we help some people not do everything I did wrong exactly. the first. You know, I, I need to post a video saying <laughs> like where I got the idea to start, like everything I didn't do in my first few years because right. I did it all that you're not supposed to. Um, yeah, and I mean all, <laughs> like whatever. Um, what makes the Mike Glassby like method of investing unique or special? Uh, it's it's creative. So one of the biggest, um, I guess, avenues in real estate investing is they always say uh, other people's money, other people's money, other people's money. Leverage, leverage, leverage. Well, what I'm able to do is leverage everything that the military is is giving me, and I've acquired 11 properties in less than two years. And I mean, it's I've I've done wholesales, I've done subject twos, I've done live-in flips, I've done a subject two where I've rented it out, rehabbed it, and sold it, and I've went in total eighteen hundred dollars. My return on investment was over a thousand if you look at the actual numbers. I mean, all these creative methods of me leveraging situations and, and events, it's I think it's just I think it's just unique in that in yeah. that sense. Yeah, that's super cool. Um, all right, let's see here. 
what's one resource that you would recommend to anyone looking at getting into investing, whether it's real estate or whatever? Obviously, I got to give you a shout out. Can't say it. Ah, uh, can't say it. I'm gonna ah. say it. No. Okay, I'm, just I'm going can, for it. Bigger pockets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, go to oh, bigger okay. pockets. I, was, I assumed you were gonna say rich dad poor dad. That's, oh no, that's no. the other one that everyone. Well, says. yeah, everybody says. I will <laughs> tell you what. I'll tell you what, man. You, you, everybody wants to get into investing, which is all great and fun. Go to bigger pockets. Bigger pockets has an abundance of resources. However, if your mindset is not ready for the change, it's not gonna happen. So if we're gonna go mindset resource, I will say uh, Darren Hardy's Compound Effect. Oh, that's a good one. That was the one that kind of just knocked it out the park for me. That changed everything once I read that book. But I was ready to receive the message, which is key. So. Oh, no. Why did it stop? It just stopped. Oh, well. I guess we're doing audio for the rest of this. Sorry, YouTube. <laughs> so <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I guess my battery died because it still had five minutes of recording. Oh, well. All right. So um, before we wrap this up, is there yep. anything you'd like to add? Um, no, I just, just, just take action. Just take action. Um, I mean, uh, if you guys are waiting or ready to go, um, don't overthink it. No analysis paralysis. Just start taking action because you're going to learn from those mistakes. And ultimately it's, you know, what you make a mistake in six months, you're going to look back in five years and be like, wow, I'm glad I made those mistakes early and fast. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. It's all about taking action. Mm -hmm. That's killer. So where can people get a hold of you? All right, uh, again, fivepillarsrealty.com. Um, you'll find my whole team there, Shelby and all them. Uh, you can find, you can email me directly at michaelglassby at fivepillarsrealty.com. Uh, my Instagram, I'm still working on it, but I'm gonna give it to you <laughs> at, the, at the end of the show. Uh, you can put it in your show notes or yeah, something yeah, like well. that, as well as uh, my Facebook page and things like that. Awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. and Bigger Pockets, Bigger Pockets, guys. I'm there yeah, too. Yeah, Bigger Pockets. <laughs> and I'll have a link down below. I don't, I don't push it. There's always a link down below. If you're interested in Bigger Pockets, whether free membership or I always recommend the pro membership because their calculators are awesome but there's a link down below go check them out it's awesome yep so cool well Mike thanks for uh, I was gonna do this cool like handshakey thing where we look like bros when we exit but no one's gonna see it <laughs> so um, we just did an audio high five handshake it was super cool it was um, you still got to see all my dance moves so sorry you missed it mm. Mm. <laughs> appreciate the time thank you yeah brother it's awesome all right, let's uh, throw me that audio thingy